Hey guys, this is Francis, and welcome to As You Wish, where we explore one line from one verse of the book, Vashishta's Yoga. It's going to be an exciting ride. Here we go. Okay, so I am calling this one Dreamlike. This is part three, chapter 11. And where we are in the story is Rama is asking Vashishta about the cosmic dissolution of the world. And if that's what's happening, where does it go? So like, you know, we've been talking about like the nature of God and now the nature of reality. Um, In this section, there's a lot of talk about Brahman and, uh, you know, my understanding of Atman and Brahman is that Atman is like the God within and Brahman is like the God, which is like within the universe. So it's like they're one and the same. They're connected. Um, you know, I'm still kind of forming my own feelings and understandings of this, but I understand Atman, again, is the God within and Brahman is sort of like this universal energy, which kind of makes sense to me, like this energy in the universe is kind of something bigger than us. Um, So here's the quote. It is like a dream. In a state of ignorance, the intelligence within oneself appears as numerous dream objects, all of which are nothing other than that intelligence. The takeaway for today, three things. Lucid dreaming, number one. Number two, tour life and real life. How are they different? And number three, a little bit of foreshadowing for a story that is later on in the book. Um, But number three, dreams are sometimes so real. It's pretty wild. Let me elaborate a little bit. Number one, lucid dreaming. So, um, at a certain point, I was co-owner of a yoga studio, and we had some pretty nice workshops. We had presenters come, and one of those presenters was Charlie Morley, who his main focus is lucid dreaming. Um, but he is, you know, when he came and spoke at our studio, uh, just such a wonderful young man. Um, you know, his his years you know, physically were young, but his wisdom was just so profound. Um, You know, he had a a really vast, you know, connection um, with Buddhist teachings, and his focus was uh, lucid dreaming. Um, The workshop that he taught was, I think, called The Science of Happiness. And I just remember, you know, he was just such a bright, wonderful spirit. And, um, you know, his main, you know, focus was lucid dreaming. But, the workshop, The Science of Happiness, he just talked about a lot of practical things that I remember. And, you know, this is just what is coming up for me, um, you know, thinking about dreaming and think about lucid dreaming and then think about the workshop. Uh, one of the simple tips I remember Charlie sharing with us was to um, maybe if you're at your computer, um, to take a pencil and just hold it between your teeth and notice what that does. Um, it, it literally makes it so that you're smiling. <laughs> um, it's just like a simple, simple practical tip that you can do that sort of promotes this like 
the science of happiness, like things you can do to promote your happiness. Um, so the simple pencil trick, like uh, you're not going to want to bite down on the pencil. You just hold it lightly in your teeth. And the body, when it physically you are feeling that smile there, the body reacts and you feel like, oh, there's something to smile about. And just there, it kind of grows that happiness energy. Another thing I remember Charlie doing was at the end of the workshop. Now, this is New York City, mind you, right, where, where people sort of put their street face on and you, you, you just look forward and move forward, you know, kind of as a matter of course, oftentimes. Um, and uh, at the end of the workshop, he gave all of us um, some chocolate you know, like Hershey's Kisses and, and challenged us to, to go and, and share the chocolate with someone that we ran into. And, you know, it was kind of an interesting moment right after the workshop to share chocolate with a stranger because most strangers, you know, if you approach them in New York City and say, would you like some chocolate? They would, you know, appropriately be a little bit wary, like what's in it? <laughs> um, so I think I remember, you know, walking from the workshop to then, you know, my car and on the way, you know, offering chocolate to, you know, one or two people before finally a third person, you know, just kind of this guy who was walking his dog was like, oh, sure, that would be nice. Thanks. You know, so it was kind of a moment to kind of let our guard down uh, to share. It was, you know, good chocolate, you know, who's wasting good chocolate. But, you know, this stranger on the street was was receptive of, of having a little bit of chocolate at the time. And, and I got to share a little bit of um, happiness with a, just someone I didn't know in the form of a Hershey, Hershey's kiss. So that's number one, lucid dreaming and memories of that, the signs of happiness and a couple of things that are helpful, you know, pencil in the teeth and just share a little bit of sweetness in one way or another um, with another person. It actually really helps you in the process too. It's fun. Number two, tour life and real life. What is the difference? So when I was a young, uh, kind of young adult, right, this sort of like teen years to like um, very early 20s, I was involved in the Velvet Knights Drum and Bugle Corps. And this was a great period of time in my life. It was a performance group. We had a lot of fun. Um, you know, we were like the jokesters of the the the, the uh, organization drum corps um you know it's like music and and dancing and you know flags twirling um and uh so the thing that i found about this that that it reminded me you know from this passage was this idea of tour life and real life being um, two different things so you know there's your regular daily life you are doing whatever you're doing you're attending school, you you have the friends that you know, you do the things that you do. And then when you sort of come into this sort of performance group, you literally pack up on a tour bus and travel all summer, do these performances. And it's kind of an interesting phenomenon that happens where you sort of feel like a totally different person. Number one, you're, you're, um, you're in a totally different environment. Um, you're with a group of people like really intensively working on this project and you have trials and tribulations. And what happens in that scenario is that you gather this kind of solidarity and it feels like a totally different um, life, you know. Um, and then so this idea of tour life being very different than real life, you know, there's something that happens toward the end of tour, right? You go through like the final couple 
you know, performances, and then you have to turn around and, and go back to where you were before. And it, it just feels like a completely different scenario, a different life almost. Um, so that's one thing that came up for me was this Velvet Nights tour life versus real life and how that can, can feel so different. That's number two. Now, number three, this is a little bit of foreshadowing to a story that I remember reading, um, you know, a little further ahead in the Yoga Vashishta. And, and it reminds me like that how dreams can feel so real and what's up with that. And it's a little bit of this sort of idea that, um, you know, an actual dream can, can just sometimes feel so real, you know, and then there's your regular life, you know, a little bit like the tour life versus real life. But this time I'm talking about like literally dreams that happen and how they feel so real. And how is that different from your life that happens and how that is another reality? Um, so, you know, one of the stories that we'll read about uh, further ahead in the book talks about a man who, you know, f- has his life and, and he, he falls asleep and he goes into this intense dream and it feels like many years. This is my recollection of the story because I'll have to refresh it when we get there. But my recollection is that he falls asleep and he has this intense dream that it feels like another lifetime. And then, you know, um, and, you know, he, he has a, a completely different reality, a completely different experience, different people that he knows, a different location. And then when he wakes up, he's just baffled by just how real it felt. So he, he literally like goes, he travels to those places where he had the dream. And, and then he realizes, oh my God, some of this stuff is actually real. So this is like good movie material, I'm sure. Um, you know, that's my recollection, my recollection of the story. Um, you know, but it's just kind of another kind of comment on how, you know, what is reality? And that's kind of the, you know, the topic that we're kind of discussing, you know, when you have a dream, how you feel is, is profound in the moment when you, um, having those experiences, they're, they're kind of amazing, whatever they are, you know, and, you know, so you can have that in, in dreams as well, um, So I just wanted to share those few things, you know, let's enjoy those dreams when they're happening. Let's enjoy, say a a moment, like maybe you take a walk in the park and that walk in the park is just its own little, you know, reality. And maybe you enjoy smelling the flowers and maybe you just completely relax, you know, that's its own kind of reality in itself. So enjoy those little realities when you can, um, you know, just briefly, that reminds me of a Dunkin' Donuts um, poster that kind of the logo, or, you know, the theme of the poster was take a five minute vacation. You know, they were talking about just pause, you know, get a coffee, whatever you're going to get. And um, just relax for a couple minutes, you know, take a five minute vacation. Um, you know, but we can think of that, you know, within, the, you know, the dream world or the real world um, to just take a break stop and smell the roses, enjoy yourself and have that little reality, maybe even within your day, you know, just be its own thing and special. Um, so that's the takeaway for today. Lucid dreaming, a little memory of, you know, my experience meeting Charlie Morley, um, the velvet nights, tour life in real life. And sometimes, you know, dreams are so real. And uh, let's kind of just take advantage of that and enjoy 
those times when we can. So that's it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care and we look forward to seeing you the next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for coming along on this journey with me. If you did enjoy this episode, please make sure to go to Apple iTunes and leave a positive review. It will help more people find it and join along on the journey with us. Take care, have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.